0: Hello, world. Welcome back to Golf Subpar with Colt Nost and Drew Stoltz. Sleaze, so just got back from San Diego, where our man Max Homa, put on an absolute clinic in the final round on Saturday. A little six under par, 66, around the... Dude, I was there. Torrey Pine South is a monster. I mean, I've, you've played it, I've played it. It, it. He made it look like a pitch and putt. Yeah, if you get anything
1: kind of going off, off track there especially the driver it becomes really hard really quick he looks so good we had him on radio this morning talking to him or just watching him yesterday the first thing i noticed a i mean his golf swing's been perfect you and i we talk about it all the time i feel like we're a little bit vindicated with how how much success max is having people like oh you just say nice things about your friends like no dude this is this looks as good as anybody i've seen in a long time but yesterday or saturday watched him in the final round he looks so calm like now it's He's won now. This is his sixth time. It doesn't look like just his mannerisms. He's not as fidgety and things. It looks like he's not only comfortable being in that situation, but like expects to win now. And if he doesn't, it's not like,
0: oh, I blew my one chance because he's been there over and over and he'll continue to be in the future. He's a stud, man. I'm so impressed with his game, what him and Mark Blackburn have done. It's truly remarkable. He has, in my opinion, transformed into a top five player in the world. I, I, I think if you put a list of Tour players with no weaknesses down. I think there's two people on that list. It's John Rahm and Max Homa. And I know Max hasn't performed the way in major championships that we expect him to or that he expects to, but I think that's coming. Reminder, Max Homa is still younger than when Phil Mickelson won his first major championship. So let's give him a little bit of time here. He's at six wins. His game just continues to get better and better. In my opinion, I think we could be looking at a future world number one. It's trending that way. I mean, who's been
1: better in the last year? 18 months than max very few very few and now the next step is major championships he's addressed that he knows his you know reputation he was better last year than he's been before but typically i mean the the transformation is you got to win some tour. you don't just launch into winning majors right away like you got to win some other stuff and work your way up and then now he's in that place now where he's going to go into major championships augusta especially along with rom Along with Rory. And it would be like, all right, now you're a dude we expect to start winning stuff. And gonna, I think he's fine. Like that
0: That's a privilege, by the way. I'm going to look at this as we're talking because I'm now very interested. But, you know, four of his six PGA Tour wins have come in the state of California. The U.S. Bad Open this year. Got to start winning it's in true. Florida, dog. That is true. Florida and Texas and Nevada. But just a reminder, the U.S. Open is in California. Correct. L.A. Country Club a place. He once shot 61 at, at Pac-12. In college. Yes. So... He was fifty to one before yesterday, before Saturday's win. He's now thirty six to one. So things are starting to change a little bit. You know, I love him around. I love him everywhere. His golf. He has learned to hit so many different shots now since he started working with Mark. That's why I, I even love him over at the Open Championship. He can hit the ball. He can flight it as well as anybody. Uh, but first thing is first. He has to play really well in one. His best finish is thirteenth in a major. So he's got to get past that point. But Look at the golf courses he's won on. That's
1: the but I was but look at the Tory venue. he wins on big yards, yeah. Tough Quail punch. Hollow, Quail Hollow, Riv, Tori. Like they it's don't like, get a whole lot harder. Those are three of the hardest courses yeah, so, on the PGA Tour. I mean, why not?
0: Exactly. Why not? Why not, Max? But and dude, and just to top it all off, he's the best dude. He always comes on all of our shows, no matter what, no matter what's going on. He's just a normal guy that is extraordinarily good at golf. I mean, I went out to the bars with him on Sunday to watch football and celebrate his win. People come up to him left and right, ask for pictures just to say hi, congratulations. He's just a normal dude, man. He doesn't walk in there, doesn't want any velvet rope or anything around his table. He just wants to sit there and have a good time.
1: And he's the same way he was five years ago when it wasn't going good. And he wasn't one of the best players in the world. Things were going tough. He was the same off the course then as he is now. I mean, I sent him a text yesterday. I was like, he's going to get 7,000 texts. Send him one. First thing he does, how'd the club championship go? I was like, fine, you know, but... <laughs> That was a sneaky it kind of pales in comparison to, to what you're doing. You're like, he's just, it's just genuine. That was a sneaky way of you wanting to talk about the club championship. Well, I lost in the final, so I don't really <laughs> want to talk about it all that much. If hey. we're being
0: honest. By the way, the guy that you've abused on this show. Yeah. Make him back. wear all his TCU clothes. Hayden Wood is the guy that took you down. He had some pent
1: up a graph. Like it, I feel like it was personal. Did he wear orange day out there? I wanted him to wear a purple. I was like, dude, bet still. He's like, no, once football season ended, it's over. I was like, it's probably fair but uh, i feel like it was personal all right with, well good playing with h wood tried my ass off beat some good players on the way up but i'm getting old and washed you know what it is but man it was a, it was a great week in golf Fli- how about dubai there was some crazy Ugh. shit going on in dubai by the way that was probably the most drama filled golf event i've seen in a while shocker patrick reed at the middle of a lot of it what'd you think of let's start with the teeth flicking Who at cares? the beginning that got blown up so much i'm just like you know, no secret. Here's two guys don't like each other. One guy tried to kind of squash it. The other one wouldn't have any part of it. Throwing, they said like threw a tee at. I saw the clip. I was like, it's a flick in his direction. Like that, I feel like that got blown out of proportion. They acted
0: like he tried to stab him with Like it.
1: This is how much we crave drama in golf. It's like, that's the big blow up. That's a zero. Zero 0.0 I feel like that just got overhyped. However, final round, ball in the tree. That gets lost that he then identifies with binoculars with the rules official describes his mark yep there it is however upon further review video replay shows that wasn't even the tree your ball went into that got a little suspect
0: do we not have ladders in dubai can I, someone not go out there I and mean, they can plant dig 500 this, of them tomorrow yeah. just cut the thing down figure it out we know how he marks his golf ball we've seen it the red dot over on the right black line let's go in that first tree dig around a little bit and let's find one of them sons of bitches i also just thought okay Brandle put the whole thing frame by frame,
1: spotlighted the ball, like, look, this is the tree they said they found the ball in. Here's the tree the ball flew into. How does that happen? I was like, why can't you do that during the coverage? And someone would be like, dude, y'all are looking in the wrong tree. Yeah, that I'm not ain't sure. even That's the a tree. Good you know what I mean? Like, we replayed Patrick Reed's ball bouncing at Tory when he said it was plugged 80 million times live, seeing it. And they're like, I don't think that ball can plug after a bounce. Why can't you go in and look at the camera and Be like dude it's in that first tree not the third one down that y'all are looking at that ain't it so whatever ball you're looking at and maybe it has a similar mark that's not the ball i don't know why they couldn't do that live
0: it's wild man it just seems to never end with him and now brandle breaking down that video Lawsuits probably up to one point two that's, billion. That's <laughs> at least double. But your parent, your kids,
1: kids, 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 kids are gonna be paying Patrick Reed. Oh this. my God! I mean, what's going on? But and we had Donald and Stinson paired together too. We got the former president. that they like Redder each cup other. Guy. Like I they, know, but it's just trying. like there was cool shit happening all over. We almost got a Rory Reed playoff. Now, they could duck that pairing earlier. I was like, you're gonna have to put them together in a playoff. I'm a Rory fan. God, that would've been sweet.
0: Yeah, I'm a Rory fan. I want him to play well. But I was sneaky hoping he was going to miss that punt just so they'd have to go to a playoff. Every even if you're rooting for Rory to win, be like still win, just do it in a playoff. Yes, it would have hurt more too. I just want to see with that interaction on the first t- or on the 18th t- oh. when they go back there, and then finally when someone wins, how does that go? It would have
1: been nothing, but we would everyone would have blown it up into something big. But they got some nice drama over there in Dubai, yes, and Phil did. made his return to Twitter by the way. Oh my God.
0: Yeah. Apparently winning on the back. PGA tour is those easy. Thumbs, those thumbs have healed up. He's back. He's gotten He's more. Back. Well, this episode of Subpar is brought to you by the Stack System, the most advanced training system in golf. The Stack System pairs a single club, which is configurable into 30 resistance levels with an industry changing app. The Stack assesses your speed profile and provides custom programming. So I use this thing. It is phenomenal. you Actually got a little, Huh? you hitting seeds? Oh yeah. Good. Well, Kind of. I'm a little banged up You got a hurt wing. I know. Vegas hurt hurt my wing. A little flapper ain't working, though. I've been off the stack for a week, but I'm ready to get back into it because I was picking up four, five, six miles an hour. I'm very excited to use it. The stack was created by leading golf researcher Dr. Sasho McKenzie and the VP of Fitting and Performance at Ping, Marty Jerson, who's played in six majors himself and has his name on over 125 patents. You know, the first time I heard about this really was Matt Fitzpatrick at the U.S. Open back at the Country Club where he went from just – all of a sudden, being one of the straighter, shorter hitters on tour to hitting bombs. changes this whole game. 181 mile an hour ball speed, just absolutely insane. Bryson DeChambeau believes in it. Chris Como's all about it. Um, world long drive winner Martin Borgmeier hits missiles with this thing. Dude can swing at 150 miles an hour, by the way. Helpful. That's ridiculous. But go get yours today. You deserve more speed. And we got a very special offer for you. Go to the golf.com pro shop. Use code SUBPAR for 10% off your stack system. 10% off. But you gain a shit ton of distance. Yeah. Good trade. Like I said, you'll make that back with your friends. Just long drive contests every hole. Easy. All right. All right. Well, this week marks one week from the start of the WM Phoenix Open. I can see your heart starting <sighs> to pound out of your chest already. Look, 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 at, these, look at these hands. They just clam <laughs> oh, up. I, I drove Little... by
1: it on the way here today and saw it, and it was busy. I, I was like, oh, boy. it's al- We're almost
0: here. You could smell this the booze. Is <laughs> when I knock about five years off
1: my life expectancy.
0: Yeah. And. At Which that, is dwindling. He ain't got much left. I <laughs> think got right? about four or five left. But man, you mentioned the stands are up. This field is going to be rocking. It's going to be such a fun week. And our guest this week—he's the biggest bird of them all. Kaka. <coughs> the executive director of the Thunderbirds. So I think that makes him your boss, officially, unofficially, yeah. <laughs> ipso facto, yes, probably
1: but my boss. His, Hard to get fired from yeah. a volunteer job, but I can probably do it.
0: His name's Chance Cosby. He also, if you follow him on social media, three pieces of pecan. The thing is blown up. He's an incredible cook. Also runs one of the biggest golf tournaments in the world. Here he is. Chance Cosby on golf subpar.
1: Okay. We have a very important guest with us here today. He's the biggest bird of all the Thunderbirds, the executive director of the Thunderbirds. He's formerly the main man at ping and their tour department, not to mention social media phenomenon, three pieces of pecan or pecan. Chance Cosby is in the house. Yeah. big chance yeah how do you are you a pecan or a pecan pecan see pecan. i say pecan as well pecan. i say pecan i mean you're an oklahoma, oklahoma guy i'm a oklahoma, texas guy texas. Yeah. yeah my parents we're all from arkansas and they say anyone that says pecan they like look down on them so i was like all right pecan <laughs> pecan. but some people do for say sure. pecan well, chance, tell us about that yeah. though because that's dude that was like a
0: fun thing you started off and now how many followers you got
2: well first off thanks for having me on
1: yes and right. also
0: before we get to that i gotta ask something to since you are the executive director and my man over here is a thunderbird is he your boss kind of more or less. i got to run. i got to be. I'm on a
1: tight leash here today. You know what I mean? I'm going to keep it tight. I'm going to keep it fairly tight. A lot of yes sirs and no sirs. He
2: That's is a, first. He is a volunteer. OK, true. I, it's I hard to get credit.
1: fired from a volunteer job. That's what makes it so awkward. Mm-hmm. But if anyone can do it by God, <laughs> by God, there's been moments, too, where I was like ah. oh, well. scoring comms last year for me. How'd you think the scoring was? There any problem with any scoring or any communication? Well, we got Scotty Shuffler to sign his card
2: right, and he was our champion. I think he did a great job. There you go, job well done. Thank you. Job well done. Appreciate you. Couldn't happen without you, (laughs) Slays.
0: I I don't (laughs) want to say Scotty's first win. It's all you.
1: uh, I don't want to say the tournament ceases to exist without me, but there's a chance the thing just (laughs) vanishes (laughs) if I'm not there scoring and communicating at all times.
0: You with me? you got your social media stuff we're going to talk about. You got a lot of stuff going on. Your your whole story has been incredible, starting at Oklahoma. I got one bone to pick with you real quick because I just heard this from my man over here. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. I have one pet peeve in in sporting and going to sporting events. It's you, you don't wear another team's gear if they're not playing. And I heard at the Fiesta Bowl <laughs> you were there in your OU gear all decked out. I was. I was. <laughs> and the
2: reality is I'm a Sooner and I was getting dressed that morning and I was looking at my, wa- my wife going, what, what am I going to wear? And I'm like, I'm wearing Sooner gear. I, we just went six and seven. Worst year, you know, since probably the early 2000s, late 90s for sure. But I just figured, what the hell? I'm going to wear my Boomer Sooner hat. And, but I pulled for TCU because okay, uh, I, I pulled for the conference.
0: That's
1: right. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah. since you
0: are the biggest of the birds all out, yeah, but I don't like appreciate it. that. Pterodactyl. I go to the like, Cowboys Giants game and some dudes walking down the aisle in a Packers jersey. I'm like, hey, they're not even playing here. I yeah.
2: mean, it's not like wearing like golf shoes when you're not playing it's golf. True. It's just I, just, those, I do love. Those I really people. Just and, and the rangefinder
1: is right. a hot look on the hip too. <laughs> the I love that. Like, yep, this dude, <laughs> seen it a lot. This dude gets it. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah. If you go out to the if you go out to the Phoenix Open and do the kaka. Charlie Hoffman and chance to turn around. That's the big bird.
0: Call. When is Charlie Hoffman become a Thunderbird? I mean, you, you got to have a seagull in the Thunderbirds. He's the only one with a good actual point.
1: wings. Yeah. You
0: know? <laughs> but we let's love. talk a little bit about your social media stuff. Between TikTok and Instagram, over a million yeah. followers. Three pieces of pecan. Pecan. But go through it because the story is incredible how how all this even started.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I would say that I grew up in a great house. Uh, my mom was a great cook and is still a great cook. So I kind of just grew up in the kitchen when she was making breakfast and dinner and stuff, I would just kind of jump in and and I learned pretty early I like to eat good food and I just, I just kind of took to like how to cook. And uh, I cooked a little bit in college and I would smoke ribs and stuff with my dad. My dad was a golf pro, so he was off on Mondays. So in the summer, we always used his smoker and smoked ribs in the summer. And so my dad kind of taught me how to cook outside. My mom taught me how to cook inside. And then COVID came and, um, and we waited, like, you know, I wouldn't say we waited, but it was late in COVID. My youngest son uh, just said, you know, Dad, we should, we, I should just start filming you. And I didn't have TikTok on my phone. I'd heard about it, but I didn't know what it was. And uh, I said, well, how, how would that work? And uh, he just showed me some videos and, and uh, I said, okay, well, OU was playing Florida uh, on New Year's Eve. was that? 2020. Mm -hmm. And we were dominating Florida. And and I (laughs) said, well, I'm going to make a little smoked whiskey in the fourth quarter here to celebrate our domination here. And he goes, I'll film that. And, um, he goes, you need, so he started an account that night and he goes, we got to name it. And, uh, it didn't take me long, like literally within 10 seconds. I was like, well, we got to name it three pieces of pecan after dad. And, um, and then it, it just kind of went, you know, we had no idea what we were doing nothing. And, um, but he really helped first few or just to like some music and showing the food. And then he was like, Hey, you need to go on camera. People need to see your face and you need to tell people how to cook. And, uh, so we just started and, uh, and then it, then it just kind of went, you know, I, I can't explain it. Um, I think people really, truly want to know how to cook easy meals mm-hmm. on the, on weekdays. I, I've kind of, branched into like just just make meals that families can make and and i throw in the barbecue stuff because that's what i really love but that doesn't get as much traction Mm -hmm. it's more like one pot spaghetti and stuff like that that you can make on a tuesday night that takes 30 minutes and um and it's just kind of gone from there i i didn't i think it kind of dawned on me that it was going to grow pretty quick um when good morning america called
0: Uh, That's probably that's a a pretty good. I thought it was a joke. I'm
2: like, hold on, you know, they Good Morning America called and they're like, we want to come to your house, film a Father's Day barbecue in your backyard Saturday at 5 a.m. You'll be live for four minutes, and I'm like, is this a joke? Or and and we did that, and that's that week we made a logo, we made T-shirts, and. We're like, okay, let's just see where this goes. But that's the, honestly
1: the,
0: wild, yeah. But the Good video morning, that really America. got you going is the salsa one, correct? Salsa, yeah. Okay, can we listen? We all love Whisper Rock here. Can we get can we get some ch- some chance of salsa up to Whisper Rock?
1: Mm. No kidding. All the clubs around the country, by the way,
0: or yeah. anywhere. we Every, what everyone we need
1: wants some salsa. when they come in: and some chips and salsa.
2: I kind of been waiting at maybe like a menu item up there. I think it, you know.
1: At the time, I would love for it to be something' salt- We'll call Greg. So, what was the <laughs> like, first video? You- actually, don't 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 do that. Don't don't call. <laughs> yeah, Greg. call Greg don't. and tell him I got a good idea. Yeah, yeah. I know which line that goes to. Uh, when was the first one? You started off doing this and started gaining track, but when were you like, "Oh, this could actually be like a real thing"? It was, was the one video that just blew up, and you're like, "Holy shit!"
2: Uh, yeah, my like, I don't know, fifth or sixth video, I literally made some roasted broccoli, and it got like fifteen or twenty thousand views, and we we're like, "Whoa, wow, that's a lot of views." And um, and then we did a salsa, I don't know, a couple weeks later. And uh, I think w- what I, I recently told uh, Dylan was, we, we posted this salsa and I made a mistake. I called it TikTok salsa. That offended a lot of people because it was a very traditional salsa that families had been making for generations. And I just said, hey, I'm gonna make this salsa. I'm gonna call it TikTok salsa because I've seen it a lot. And uh, that did not go over well, so I spent like an entire night apologizing to people. Don't piss um, off the internet. Social media is cool about that. Yeah, but there. it went. I, I got a like it had a million views in a couple hours, and my son said, "He goes, hey, we we got something like that's this is this is crazy." That's really So like, um, I
0: mean, you, you you're executive director of the Thunderbirds. I mean, waste management WM Phoenix Open's coming up very soon. Like, how much time do you spend on this? You know, the TikToks, yeah, Instagram side versus the Phoenix Open stuff and Thunderbirds.
2: You know, I'd say one uh, percent. Okay, is probably so. on my food. We've got to a point where, like, I'll do it. I might post or film a video at night during the week. Sometimes I don't. I've kind of slowed down recently, and then I'll do you know one or two videos on Saturday, Sunday, and even if I'm working on Saturday, Sunday on my phone or emails or whatever. Um, i can now knock out a video on a sunday like i did yesterday i made shredded beef sandwiches yesterday Mm. posted it like you know yesterday afternoon Um, and then i've got a list of like 50 ideas so anytime i get an idea i just jot it down and then i think about and and i get new ideas every single day and now people give me ideas so it 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 looks like it takes a lot of time um it it really doesn't you know I, i I can do two to three videos a week, pretty easy now. How depressing! And by the is way, it? it's just me and a phone. I know it's my it's that's me and my wife and my son, thing. and then I you
1: on Good Morning America. You just start
0: can we can we discuss around? this? This is one percent of his time. This is a lot of our time. Yeah, we don't have and a million. He's had over two hundred million views. Yeah. <laughs> We, we suck you guys need gotta to learn to cook put dog. some put some food on the table yeah good point <laughs> very good point we just
1: gotta we gotta piggyback off a chance here get us on tiktok a little later we'll do a little dance oh i'll you be doing I mean? that before you got into all this though let's go back to your because you were the main man at ping's tour department for a while but before that oh you obviously as you were mm. talking about you're a hell of a golfer too that's kind of the whole family led you into yeah you come from a nice lineage huh
2: yeah, we're, we were lucky. Uh, I grew up in a golf family. I grew up at Hillcrest Country Club just north of Tulsa. My dad was the head pro there for 42 years. My older brother, Carrie and Craig, we all went to OU. One of us was on the golf team for 11 straight years. Um, Greg <laughs> awesome. Greg Gross was our coach. So my parents, they traveled a bunch. They watched a ton of golf. And I just grew up around the game. And uh, I realized, you know, I wanted to play college golf. I never really had this big aspiration to be a professional golfer. Maybe it's because, you know, I wasn't, I knew that I wasn't at some elite level. You know, I, I, I didn't win US amateurs and, and Western amateurs and things like that. I Probably my biggest title is the Norman City Championship, but, um, but I just grew up, you know, around golf and I, I was a good like number three man in college for o, OU and was able to play for four years, which was amazing. But I think like halfway through my junior year, I realized like, I'm not playing, I'm not going to play golf past college, was totally fine with that. And uh, I was just kind of dead set on working hard, having a good finish to my career. And then I wanted to be in the golf industry. So I interviewed at Ping and Titleist. Got to be candid, I thought Phoenix sounded pretty good. And uh, you guys probably know Cricket Mush pretty well. He hired me and uh, I moved out here and just knew a couple people and and figured I'd start here. And, and the ride at Ping was great. Like, you know, obviously the Solheim family, incredible company to work for, and ended up managing their kind of worldwide tour program and did contracts for all of their tour players from 003 to 2019.
0: That's awesome. So, and, you, and you met some studs. I mean, you had Hunter Mayhem, Bubba Watson, among oh, many yeah. others. Yeah, a lot, of, uh, a lot our, of great friendships. Our first guest of 2023, Lumpy. Was oh a my god! guy. He always had Michael that ping Allen. visor oh, on. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: He's, he's nice in the visor game.
2: I got a good Michael Allen story. Oh, please do. Well, you know, I was at <laughs> uh, I was having dinner at Steak Forty Four last uh, the right before Christmas with Oliver, uh, and um, and Michael Allen was in there, and I think he was serious. So he comes over to our table. We said hello. I hadn't seen Michael in a couple months, and he said, "Hey, this is a serious question." He said, I think it would be great return for me to come play in the Phoenix Open, the WM Phoenix <laughs> Open. And he goes, I- I'm planning the champions tour that week. I could get on a flight. It's international. Da 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 Or I could stay in my own bed. You could give me a sponsor invite and I could play in the WM Phoenix Open. He goes, What do you think? And I said, You need to book your flight.
0: Yeah. You
1: need to go
2: to <laughs> And he just said Fair enough, and I said, "Well, there's two good answers in life: yes and a quick no." I just gave you one of them. So. How many?
1: I love that that was serious. Like, yeah, I think he was. Look, serious. I've been thinking about this. I'd be a good guy to play in the twenty million dollar event, Phoenix Open. That, <laughs> by the way, every person that's not in in the world that has held a golf club is applying for a sponsor's exemption. Yeah, I
0: was gonna say, Okay, give me a, like just a rough guess. How many requests do you get for sponsor exemptions a year? You think? I got
2: two on the way here. Okay. On the drive over in the car. Um, in, nice. in the in the car right now, I think that we're at about fifty-two.
0: Okay, um, I think some people just realize hey, it's probably not going to happen. So why? It,
2: it's like fifty to seventy, I would say, and and most of them are PGA Tour players. A lot of guys on the Corn Ferry Tour, and then and we have a handful of guys in college this year, and then there's just a few that write an amazing letter that don't have status anywhere and tell us why they'd be a great pick for the WM Phoenix Open and. And then, you know, obviously Pat Williams, our tournament chairman. Yes. Um, that's one of the key jobs of the tournament chairman, among running the whole event, is uh those five spots are Pat's.
1: And it's hot. It's a hard job. I've had conversations. It's not with fun. Him. It's like, where do you draw the line? Because there's always kind of like a local element to it, right? Preston Summerhay's got one. John Rom got one when he was coming up. You want like there always seems to be Scott Harrington's gotten one, right? Like there's always a local kind of piece to it. But then it's like, all right now especially now that it's elevated it's like where do you draw the line like these guys we have relationships with they're local we want to do that however there's another huge pool of like Ryder cup captains and things like who moves oh, the needle like list. it's a bit. that's a
0: tough gig i mean to do. yeah you get you got guys that you know have struggled over the last couple of years might be getting a little older like we're joking about the seagull charlie hoffman like he needs a spot he's sponsored by WM. wm i mean i'll just go out on a limb probably say he's probably gonna get one but it's like guys like that you don't ever even think like oh i'm gonna have to give this guy a sponsor exemption at some point yeah that's a tough job. Well, and, and I, you and I
2: have a little bit of history. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I re, I respected it and I felt awful in 2015, we came down to our, our last spot and it was between Tony Finau and yourself. Terrible choice and, <laughs> and terrible <laughs> choice, but That's we were, battle. you know, you are obviously a great player. We're all very close friends. And 2015, the spot ended up going to Tony Finau and I was driving you out to the Monday Pro-Am, which you were playing in. and um, you didn't love it and well, and, th- and that's the yeah. that's the that's the hard part because we you know you want to say yes to everybody and there's a lot of great players yeah, but you've only got 5 spots
0: it's tough I remember <laughs> I was told at the time it was down to three of us for the last two: Justin Thomas, Tony Fina, and me. I'm like, well, it looks like y'all. So made, I'm a in the long term, <laughs> y'all made the right decision. I'll let I'll let Tony and I Justin. I probably would have won that year, and I wouldn't be having this media career. So thank you. Yeah, you probably you're doing a favor. You're welcome. And then there's like deals like all right,
1: who's playing well right now? I mean, last year was a home run. Sahith got one. and They went out there, you know, uh, Doc went out there and flew to San Diego and presented it with it. He had no idea, and damn near without a bad bounce on 17, might have won the thing outright.
2: Yeah, we do. We tell every single agent and every single player, whether we talk to him or it's email or text, to say, hey, we're going to watch Sony, we're going to watch Amex, and we're going to watch Farmers. You know, we gave Sahith the spot Sunday after he finished, and Sweet. he was playing good, and Doc Golding, our tournament chairman last year, he's like, I want to give the spot to somebody that's in form, and uh, he didn't know him, mm-hmm. and, uh, and so he introduced himself after the tournament, gave him a spot, and then he almost won in Phoenix, which is... That's what we want. Like we want to, we want to impact somebody's career and life. But we want to, we want to see them play good. And and that was a magical. I hit yeah. s- was a magical. Yeah, I mean, correct me if was, I'm was wrong, but like year. for
0: y'all, like. I don't know if you're supposed to root for someone, but you're rooting for those sponsor exemptions. Like you want to make y'all self look good for picking those guys, but that's such a cool story when guys like that are up there in the mix. You're
2: looking at your five guys and all the tournament chairmans of the past. Yeah, they're looking at how their five guys yeah. played. So Danny Callahan in 2015, it was literally Justin Thomas, Tony Finau, Daniel Berger, Padraig Harrington, and John Rom. So he he wins. When Ron you know, was an AM
1: and like top five or amazing. whatever he did. Yeah. 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 You want your boys playing. Of course. You don't want to go 0 for 5 and be the guy. Like, like there's some kind of feel good stories. Like let's give this guy one. But there's something like we need to do to. I think know, I think three of,
2: three of my guys miss the cut. And,
1: and the guys tell me about it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and he had a nice. I mean, look at that pool that he had to pull yeah. from. Like you got some dudes you're pretty sure are going to be yeah. studs but, coming out.
0: But now as the executive director, like for you, WM Phoenix Open. I mean, it's, it's nuts. So we just drove by there on the way. I mean. Everything's pretty much all the way up. It's, it's a party. For you, what's the most stressful part of that week? Oh, that's a
2: really good question. Like, you know, hotel rooms are a stress right now. I talked to a couple agents this morning. Hard time for players finding a, a, a hotel room with Super Bowl in town. Um, and then you just want everything to go well. Um, it's been a year's worth of planning, um, and that brings a lot of stress. So, you, A, you want to have the weather be good. Uh, you can't con- control that, but you gotta adjust if there's a problem. And then you want the player experience to be amazing. And then everybody that comes to our tournament, we wanna have a positive you know, impact on them from the minute they get out of their car. And with that many people, that's a challenge. So I actually, the whole week, uh, I'm in, a, in the tournament headquarters in the parking lot. I've got a security radio um, with our op- operation and I've got the PGA Tour radio and i sit at the desk i watch the coverage i have both both radios really don't leave that trailer very often i'll go up to number one and number ten make sure announcing is going well i'll go through player dining make sure things are going well if we had any issue on the golf course i'll try to greet that player when they get to player dining you know and at least chat through whatever happened good or good or bad and and uh, you know for me during the tournament it's really kind of all business. And um, you know people are like I didn't see you on the 16th hole. I'm like well I was never on the 16th yeah. hole during the tournament. I'll go out there Wednesday for the sh- for the shot at glory uh, but after that you know it's too much time to get out there and come back. That's why we have we have venue chairman everywhere. So if I need something on 16 I just call a couple people that are on 6- 16 to deal with fix whatever problem that there may be. Slade is always
0: available
1: for 16. I'm always available. You need, I'll or be a great 16-chairman. Bay Club, too. By the way, Bay Club also, if you Bay need Club. slide in there, maybe a fill in. Or, he's got yeah. so much stuff that he juggles. Like you said, he's in that He's in that headquarters like virtually the whole week. You hardly ever see chance. But I think one of the challenges, I would say, just talking with other people, is like, all right, this is the biggest show in golf, non-majors, right? But like, in terms of like the production of an event, this, this dwarfs everything else. But people expect it every single year. How hard is it to keep adding stuff like, all right, we don't want to stay the same. We want to go to the next without it getting like, all right, out of hand. This thing has just become spring break.
2: Yeah, I mean, we definitely, you know, we have some barriers that we won't break. A lot of people say, hey, you need to go three levels here or three levels here. When you're standing on 18 Fairway and you look at the venues around there, it's it's, you can't even imagine those venues going up another level in from an engineering standpoint, like we would never do it. but we just have really good people around us. I mean, to be candid, the Thunderbird staff is incredible. We have vendors, I, mean, I could list off three or four vendors that have all been running the Phoenix Open for us for 20 plus years. And then you have the Thunderbird organization and all that's kind of our secret sauce. You know, We have 300 Thunderbirds that are volunteers and they're trying, their only job is to make the venue better than it was the year before and do your best to stay under budget. And um, and then by the time things get to me, you know, eventually it has to come across the desk at the office, and we'll either do it or we won't. We're we are willing to take risks, like we make quick decisions, and um, after we think it through, and if it doesn't work, then we don't do it the next year. But um, it, it's pretty impressive. There's just so many people around the event that make it a success. Not to mention 5,000 volunteers, Scottsdale PD. And you can just go down the list, fire department, I mean, fire everybody. department, everybody in uh, the PGA tour and our title sponsor, you know, it's just, it's a big, big group about a bunch of people that really are passionate about the tournament. And that's, it's hard to
0: find. Before we get back to our interview with Chance Cosby, I need you to get over to the golf.com pro shop and pick you up one of these beauties for those of you listening. It is a gorgeous green birdie juice hat, white riding, going to fit in perfect at the WM Phoenix Open, especially on Saturday, sleeves, which is? Green out day slash get amongst the day. That Both, and
1: that's the that's the universal sign for I like to get after yeah. it. You see someone in those, you say that's a friendly face and a man who understands. But go, or go woman, by the way.
0: Go get yours today, proshop.golf.com. Pick up yourself a green birdie juice hat. Now back to Chance Cosby last year was the debut of the concert at the coliseum Mm -hmm. which was so good i'm very i love working for cbs i was at pebble the weekend before so i didn't get to go but i heard it was just an absolute home run that was the new thing last year do we have anything that's going to be new this year for the wm phoenix open
2: well the concert in the coliseum is coming back Uh, we got walker hayes opening for maroon five so that's going to be another great kind of second year event and kudos to Uh, Scotty Jenkins and Michael Golding who that was their vision to put that event on So cool and uh, we have a huge fan zone you know I know that might not be something that's crazy exciting until you get there and see it and that's where our general admission go to get food and get drink we made a huge capital improvement that's a really congested area and so the fan zone area is going to be very very cool and we've built out um desert o- oasis a little bit deeper into the golf course a lot of people don't even know what that is but that's been a growing venue out to the left of number five yeah and once you get out there like people are now coming to go to the desert o- oasis it's like craft beer Little Miss Bar- barbecue and you know they're gonna have smokers out there so you're gonna be smelling that barbecue around the course all week so um, every basically we built everything that we built last year and our entrance is going to be very different because there's going to be a new DraftKings sports book. and so things will look, you know, a little bit bigger, a little bit better, a little bit cleaner. Uh, course is in great shape already, mm-hmm. and um, and the field's going to be the best we've ever. The had. Field's going to be yeah.
0: ridiculous. It's going to be. Let me ask you this though: Say you're a guy, you you win a ticket lottery, and you get to pick any spot to go out and enjoy the Phoenix Open. Where would you recommend they choose? Mm-hmm. That's a great question. Because, you know, like 16 is obviously great. Then you built the Bay Club. A lot of people love the Greenskeeper. In my opinion, I'm interested. Like Bay Clubs would be my spot.
2: Bay Club is, uh, you know, it's hard to beat. You, you know, the suites are a little bit bigger, mm-hmm. um, not as congested. So
1: uh,
2: I'd, I'd if I've never come and I win the lottery, I'm going right behind the tee on 16, and I'm going to watch that all day. You know, spot. you know, you never been. I'm that's gonna, like a bucket list. I'm going uh, Saturday
1: a, on 16,
2: you know, I you mean, know all about uh, it. you know, it was the the energy and vibe on 16 is just, you know, it's unmatched. And so if, if I had to just do it one day, I'd sit right behind the tee.
1: I held the quiet, please sign for a few. There's a couple buddies coming through. I was like, yeah, I'll hold it for them. They offered it up. So I did it. And I was like, hey, I don't want to, you know, it's a cool deal to be out there on the 16th. Yeah. I was like, hey, thanks, guys. You know, I'm going to head back up. Like one group, I just barely made my way up there, and then the Sam Rider ace happened, and it felt like an earthquake. I, was like, yeah. I never experienced, and I would never will again the like the wildness of that on a golf course.
2: Yeah, that was just one of those moments. It kind of oh. it kind of was like a Tiger like moment mm-hmm. moment, and uh, that obviously it was 25 years ago when Tiger made his his ace there. But I was in the tournament trailer. Uh, like I always am, and I had my—I remember I had my phone charging, and it was in my hand. And we have a TV right above us. A few of us were in there, and he, it goes in, and I threw my phone against the wall, and we're all going crazy. And then about 30 seconds later, I go, "Oh, we got a problem." Yeah. And oh and then we're on the radio, like all hands on deck on the 16th hole, all hands on deck, and and we had to get that hole cleaned up as quick as we possibly.
0: We've could. lost contain. I mean, on 16th. Listen, it's something that doesn't happen every week on the PGA Tour. Like I think players know the WM Phoenix Open. It's a party. It's fun. Like, and we don't want anybody getting hurt by hit with bottles or anything or anything to disrupt you know the condition of the green. But my God, what a scene that was! I mean, it, when the when the GA section over on the right all threw their drink when it went in. Like that was so cool. Yeah, you. I mean, you obviously had a
2: first row seat uh, with um, Amanda, and I've watched that clip a hundred times. Uh, it was just you know. I don't know if you'll ever see that reaction again because the beer cans are gone. Yeah. You know, we're gonna have beers in cups. Um, you know, Brian Harmon mm-hmm. was playing with Sam. And uh, you, know, I, you know, I'm reading the body language of the players on the coverage and I'm like, I probably need to go see Brian Harmon. And so I saw him in the parking lot and I said, hey, how you doing? He said, it was amazing. He goes, just put the beers in cups, man. Yeah, And, uh, and that's all that we needed to hear. Uh, we certainly heard from the tour pretty quick. Um, but you know, we made the decision quickly that we're going to put the beers in cups, and and they'll be green commemorative cups, and and uh, you know, we're going to obviously we do not want anybody throwing anything on the hole, but if that was to happen, you know, that's going to hopefully eliminate I mean, any issue.
0: It was incredible because with TV, obviously every shot is not shown live, yeah. And so I'm sitting right there by the tee, and when we're not going, like I'm watching the guys, and I'm I'm watching Sam Ryder's live, and then oh. all of a sudden it goes in, and then they say down to 16, I'm like, oh my god, Like I'm getting drenched with beer, trying to make a call.
2: I can't That's even
0: actually, imagine. It was, it, I mean, it was awesome. It was so much fun. And then, I, I'll never forget Brian Harmon sitting there. Sam Ryder comes over, gives us a high five and all this. And one of the officials goes to Brian as they're kind of cleaning off some of the beers, and he goes, do you want to wait, or do you want to hit? He's like, do I want to hit? Like, <laughs> what are <Yeah>. you talking <laughs> quiet about? Oh, get yeah. the guy with the quiet, get the quiet, <laughs> please. Oh, my like, not. He goes, I'll sit here and wait. Yeah. And it was a I'll little bit of a tomorrow. delay, but it's a, it's a moment I don't think we'll ever forget.
2: Yeah. There was another, there was another part of that day, obviously for about 20 minutes that day, you know, everything was electric. The radios were going crazy and everybody's trying to get the 16th hole cleaned up. And then about an hour later, like the radios were dead silent. And I called our head of security on his cell phone and I said, Hey, is there something you're not telling me? Like, why are the radios quiet? Like this, it's Saturday afternoon. And he said, no, he goes, Everything's under control. Everybody's having a good time. We don't have any issues. Um, it's just a Saturday afternoon, and uh, you know that—that's what ultimately what we want. And uh, you know that the Sam Sam Ryder he put his stamp on the W M Phoenix. Oh, he'll for be remembered.
1: Sure. For, like, we were talking to him down at Combo. He's like, you know, he's like, I'm the hole in one guy now. Yeah. Like people that he didn't use, he wasn't the biggest name on the PJ Tour. Now, every like people, were, you got him. Like I know the bottles thing is a thing, and that's been rectified quickly. But you also got like a moment a moment that will you can't replicate probably won't be replicated again now that that's always going to live on 20 years from now they'll be showing that like look at what happens on
0: 16th yeah. you know i talk to players and they're like you know saturday's so nuts there but i was like y'all do a great job you move it up to 125 put yeah. the pin front left very gettable and some players are just like i just want to get out of there i'm like dude you realize if you do something like sam ryder did you are remembered forever yeah. i was like you hit it in the bunker because you went at it and make bogey they'll boo you for a second I promise you, the next day you come through, they're not gonna remember. Like, no. is the juice worth the squeeze? Is kind of the saying. You'd do something cool there. I mean, Harry Higgs, Joel Damon. There's one one whole in one. That was juicy. But it's they're gonna re- remember remembered for that forever. They left their mark. And and you think about, I
2: mean, you know, Sam obviously probably monetized that. He's more valuable but because of, of that his because of that moment. Skyrocket. Yeah. Like
0: you said, he's like, dude, I'm the hole in one guy now.
2: Yeah. You know? He can go like tell that story for the next 25 years.
0: Yeah. I mean, his name's going to be on that beautiful plaque. That's well, right. Not, I guess it's not a plaque. It's bigger than a plaque. Yeah. But, I mean, he'll be on there forever. That's just... It's
1: cool. Like, it's so cool. I know you don't release the numbers, but just to give people an idea of ballpark, like, what do you expect? This is a Super Bowl year. It's the biggest year you can have. What do you? Ex- how many people in and out of TPC Scottsdale during the week?
2: Yeah, we, we don't announce our attendance, and we're like... You know, I, I like to talk about this because we you know, last time we announced our attendance was 2018. I think it was around 700,000 and change for the entire week. Um, but we we found ourselves like just kind of chasing our own number. And and I've been a part of the Thunderbird since 2010 and in no meeting ever have I heard a goal of like attendance, mm-hmm. of how many people we're gonna have at the event. And uh, so we just shifted our focus to our charity number. Um, but you know, it's gonna be, you gotta think in that range um and but we're not going to necessarily have more people i think the level of vip's and nfl players you know just already the amount of people that want to come on friday and saturday that are in town for the super bowl uh is off the charts we've we've had some nfl organizations uh buy some you know hospitality on the golf course which normally doesn't doesn't happen so i think friday and saturday if you're if you're into kind of the who's who crowd of sports, um, if you keep your eyes open, there's going to be a lot to see. That's yeah, You
1: might cool. just walking around, you don't know who you just be like, oh my God, is that so-and-so? Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, yeah, that I, is. I was working, out there.
2: I was working Will Call a couple of years ago, like busy time on a Saturday. And we'll get a note on our WhatsApp. Everybody go to Will Call. Everybody go to ticketing because the line is so long and we all kind of go there. And you just work Will Call and you just say ID. And you're taking the next one in line. And I grab an ID and I go, Max Scherzer. <laughs> and I look up and he goes, that's me. And he's all by himself. Yeah. And I went and got his ticket and that guy ran off like a, kid in, a kid in a candy store. That's awesome. And so it's just a you know, it's a cool environment. Last
1: year I was just walking around randomly and some friends of friends like kind of connected me on a text like, hey, I won't even use their names, like these guys are out there. They're NFL dudes and you know who they are, right? And they're like can you help them out or whatever? I was like, sh- walk over there. They are. We end up hanging out like the entire day. I'm like, these, yeah. it's like, like shock, and no one said anything. Like they had the hats on and stuff like that, but no one said a word. I'm just like, you don't get this. And they wanted to go everywhere. They wanted to see everything. You know what I mean? Like they're into it. They're not just there to kind of because they Would gotta you have be done something. It if they were normal people. Probably not. Exactly. I was piss Probably off. Not. I got some famous people over here. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I love uh,
0: it. one last question. I know you're you're a very busy man, so we can't be here all single day. But one of the questions I get asked the most is, why do they not leave this? Stadium on sixteen up all year round, and I actually never have heard the truthful answer. Yeah, we we I get
2: asked that a ton. Yeah, uh, as a starting point, it's federal land, and so you've got it's federal it's federal land that's managed also by the B O R. You've got the city of Scottsdale involved. It's TPC Scottsdale. We just use it for seven days, mm-hmm. um, and then you know it pencils out to build it and take it down. Is the is the answer after all of that. And once you build a permanent structure, you better get it right. Yeah. Because we make tweaks and changes every single year and we make it better every single year. We always don't, you know, we don't think we can, but you've got somebody on the 16th hole, there's three different Thunderbirds that work that, chairman, assistant, and second assistant. Once you're named the second assistant, you've got two years to figure out how to make that hole better we're we're not going to go up like it's already at its max height but every year that tournament or that chairman on that on that hole finds a way to make it better and if you do a permanent structure i you know it's just complicated it's it's expensive and then you can't make changes so that's
0: um, fair it's just crazy because people go there that play and they if they're there when the stadium's not up they're like Wait a second. This is a nothing <laughs> this, hole. This yeah. is not what this iron. normally looks like.
2: Well, that was one of our motivating factors during 21, during COVID, is that if the tour is going to allow us to have fans, we are building the 16th mm-hmm. hole. We're just going to build it one level. We're closing it in. Because the reality is, it's a nine iron with a couple bunkers. Mm-hmm. But you put that around it, and oh. it's not a nine iron with a couple nah. bunkers. Game changer. If you get yeah. a
1: chance, like, average, per- go up there while it's up, and you can just envision it, it's like a, it's a different animal out there before we go I know you got you're busy but we've talked a lot about the Thunderbirds I feel like people in this town know who they are but for a lot of listeners can you just explain who the Thunderbirds are what they do and then you mentioned the charitable giving like what does the Phoenix open bring in what does that do for the local charities
2: you bet um, so we we are a, a civic group that started in 1937 um, the Phoenix Chamber of Commerce uh, grabbed five business leaders and said, we need a group to promote the valley of the sun through sport and uh, those five were asked to go get 10 of their friends and that's where the number 55 started in 1937 and bob goldwater was the father of the phoenix open it was his idea that we should have a golf tournament we should host a golf tournament i think he was a tournament chairman the first 18 or 19 years and um and, and really that's what got our organization off the ground and running and, uh, and now we're about to host our, our 88th Phoenix Open. Um, but at the end of the day, it's a group of local, su- successful people that, that have time to give back, um, give, their, give their time, give their energy. And, and it's a charitable organization that, you know, our only driving force is Thunderbird Charity. So how we work is we spend all year putting this golf tournament on. And then our fiscal year ends at the end of May. We take all the proceeds from our tournament. They're moved over to Thunderbird Charities. And then we have a 15-person board um, with community leaders on that board that decide where all of that money goes. We have two grant cycles, one in the spring, one in the fall. And we've given over $176 million as a direct result of the WM Phoenix Open. And, uh, And I think our economic impact last year was like, Four hundred and thirty-eight million dollars uh, that that we help bring money to the valley, and so at the end of the day, like it's we've honed in on a golf tournament. You know, the Thunderbirds are not a golf tournament. The Thunderbirds is a charity organization that funds Thunderbird charities that ultimately helps organizations and people in need in Maricopa County and just outside. Ninety-nine percent of our money stays right right here. So that's kind of the feel-good story of everything that happens and and the community supports this event in such an amazing way like none of this is possible if you're not selling skyboxes and selling sweets and having hundreds of thousands of people come out and enjoy the tournament in the bird's nest you know it then we wouldn't be able to give back and go do things like the patriot all all american that we were a part of this last week or um, phoenix children's hospital and boys and girls club and just on and on and on we help hundreds of organizations with their annual funding
0: and, I mean, we're, we are a very, very small part of this. But our event, the Larry, which we are doing. Yes, the Larry. Part of our, part of our proceeds are going to go to the Thunderbird Charities, which we're very excited mm-hmm. to help out with.
2: We are as well. Fuge called me on that a, a, a couple hours ago. That's so.
0: awesome. Well, we can't wait for it. But uh, we got to get to the E9 real quick before we get go. Man's got stuff to do, bro. You're very, very busy, man. uh Nine fun ones. Doesn't okay. take long. All right. We ask this to everyone. You can be anyone for a day, dead or alive. Walk in their shoes for a day. Who would you be? Wow. Tiger Woods. Not a bad choice what day 2000 sunday at augusta 97
1: the boat race that'd be good 2019 i'm gonna pick five of them yeah, yeah you, got, got. you got a lot of good <laughs> days go that'd be good yeah. a lot of good
0: days there I'm okay with that i like that
1: all right you just mentioned the bird's nest okay which is a big venue where we have concerts every night it's spectacular the biggest names come through. small there. little names. give me the uh chance cosby one night dream lineup at the bird's nest you're picking them it's just for you forget what everyone else likes this is oh it's just for me this is your favorites i like this
2: um i would probably have uh i'm gonna go old school and some new school it's for you it's all i'm gonna have jim reeves open for not familiar open up for robert earl keen Okay. How do you I think that would ticket wise? Ticket wise, <laughs> it would struggle. We have twelve you, people. Jim Rees uh, is my like my dad's favorite singer, and uh, Robert O'Keefe was like the first concert I ever went to. He's just, you know, Oklahoma, Texas, Red Dirt Country.
0: Oh, I, I like that. Slick, Why don't you give us yours real quick? Mine? No, I have to go. Oh, I know who your first oh, one God. is. I know who your main event is Eminem. I thought it was gonna be. You're all about Post Malone. Oh yeah, that's what I wanted. That, I'm ta- you're talking like right. Who would I put? If I'm
1: doing the bird's nest, or who just yeah. is this just for me? So your
0: dream night, you got an opening act. My dream act, night, I'd have
1: to go. I've never seen Eminem in concert. He's been my favorite for forever. I'd have to go. This is tough. I can only have two. I'd have to go Jay Z too. But I'd also give me. Can I get a Whitney hologram like they did? Tupac oh, you gotta Coachella Whitney, oh, yeah. Whitney <laughs> hologram. Just let her go. Forget an opening act. There is no opening yeah. act. Whitney's just gonna spin for three hours. How many would,
2: people that are listening are googling Jim Reeves right now?
0: Probably
1: a lot. I I would if I wasn't sitting right here, I would be too. Like who's this guy? I like that though. That's what we wanted
0: to hear. All right. Well, we've obviously talked about your three pieces of pecan. A masters champion calls you. It says, "Chance, I want you to cook my champion's dinner at the Masters. You get to pick the menu. Give me break down the menu for me." Um, you know, I feel like I'd have to go barbecue.
2: You know, just so I I would probably do a solid, you know, 20 hour smoke on a big prime brisket, you know, salt and pepper, maybe a touch of garlic, but have a perfect crust, more Texas brisket. And I'd do all the sides that come with it. It'd be beans, it would be coleslaw, it would be potato salad, probably be some collard greens, some mac and cheese. And I would just inundate them with barbecue
0: as a people like that you're hitting my heart over here people would like that that.
1: yeah it would be a popular one um all right you've done good morning america which is pretty much the pinnacle but i'm assuming you watch all the other like cooking shows and you know who the big names are if you could be a guest featured guest on one of these cooking shows come in what's your white whale show you'd like to be on that's
2: a good one uh you know i watch the food network a lot and so you know food food network it would be cool to go i'm i'm pretty good friends i grew up um with you know she has a, a kingdom now a pioneer woman oh. um re drummond so she grew up in bartlesville She's large. so we're very close She's with big. her family she still lives there and uh and she actually grew up on the on the i guess seventh hole where my dad was a pro and uh so to do a show with re uh would be would be pretty cool
0: i bet you can make that
1: happen you could be the pioneer man you know what I mean? <laughs> Three pieces of pecan. Three pieces of pecan, right? Let's yeah. no, change
0: the brand here. Yeah. Things already explode. All right. Next one. I'm not asking for a name, but as executive director, what's the most ridiculous request you have received from a tour player the week of the Phoenix Open? Oh, yeah. Nice. This is one of my favorite things with the salesmanship guys in Dallas, who I'm very close to, to ask for the request, and they we actually need to don't get care. All they just the throw in liaisons <laughs> yes. in here, and we can
1: go through. We don't have to name names and just hear the list. I've heard some of them. I'm like, are they out of their minds? Yeah,
2: yeah I I think the one that uh, that probably got me when I was player liaison, and I think it was Saturday night, like advance week before the tournament. I got a call from the wife of a player that had just driven their RV into town, and they were at their RV location. And um and they didn't know how to get their septic tank pumped from their RV, and and they're calling me at nine o'clock on a Saturday night before the tournament week, and and wanted me to like call somebody, get it scheduled, and so on. And I, I was just like, I mean, it's your RV. This isn't like, really my job. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's your.
0: You it's need your some r- tickets? I got you. I,
2: I don't know. So uh, I think we ultimately figured out we have the right title sponsor for that.
1: Um, but I, I was a little shocked that they were Love calling that. Me. Okay. Um okay. We'll go to your your heart here. Your alma mater, Oklahoma Boomer Sooner. They've sold out on the Big 12, turned their backs on their history, and now they're headed to the SEC. How many years until they win their first SEC title? 3 3 Oh, wow, that's cool. A rebuild. Let yeah, Venables I mean, I think, there I, think magic. I
2: think Venables is good. And and I think that uh, I mean, I think the Big 12 has shown well and uh you know, look at what TCU just did. Exactly. Right. Everybody gives. Everybody's Speak always on it. hard on the big. Speak on, yeah. Everybody's hard on the Big 12, and the reality is, we were watching the game, and my wife looked at me. And she goes, "Maybe we weren't that bad. Maybe TCU is just that good." Yeah. We and get, so I think Venables is a great hire. I think he'll do a great job. And you just look at the history of OU. Like we are an incredible program.
1: Oh uh, yeah, they've been pretty. I think y'all's this season we, we went you went six and seven. I think you thanks. snapped the longest. For- <laughs> uh, but. You had the longest run of winning seasons in a row. Yeah, of it's good. We'll we'll be fine. Three years. I'm not. Too, but I'm not too saying. It, I got a it's lot not of worries. Gonna, it's Oklahoma not football be easy. program ain't one
2: of them. Yeah, it's not one of ours either. Yeah. Okay.
0: All right. Next one comes out each year. Uh, the list of most followed people in the golf industry on social media, oh. and believe it or not, Tiger Woods does not lead that. Actually, it's Paige Sporanic. So how long until Chance Cosby, who you got over a million now, she's got just over three million Oof. until Chance Cosby passes Paige Brannick on most followed on social media in the golf world. That would be unbelievable. Oh my god. Can you imagine Chance Cosby, Paige Brannick, Tiger Woods? <laughs> I'm gonna need
2: I'm gonna need a lot of luck uh, for for a lot of reasons. So I'm I'm a million followers between TikTok and Instagram. Well, it's gonna be. It's gonna take me longer than it's gonna take OU to win an SEC championship. Fair, I'll fair, say good that. Good <laughs> answer.
0: Good answer. I like that.
1: You got to change those outfits. A just little imagine. Bit. I know a quick way to ramp it's that up. dude. You know, We've been talking about doing it too. You know I, what I mean?
0: Just showing a little more. It's fair. I, I always laugh because it, it's her, and then t- obviously Tiger and like Phil and Rory, Stuart. I mean, Stuart sinks always Stuart's up there. Too. Yeah, but imagine Poulter. just at some point if your name's on that list, that'd be so cool. Uh, just yeah. the
1: random person like they'd put it out on Instagram or whatever. But Chance Cosby. You know, I, I know I'd, Tiger. I'm pretty familiar with Paige.
2: It's been fun. You know, I'm, I'm just kind of enjoying the You're ride. You're killing it. It should so cool give you see. a
1: sponsor's invite. No. You know what I mean? Move the <laughs> no. needle. You might get yeah. in that PIP program. Monday Pro-Am. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'd be good for that. There you go. All right, last one from me. Take Sam Ryder out of the equation mm-hmm. last year. What's the wildest thing you've seen? Could be good or bad at the Phoenix Open in your experience.
2: Um, I would say one of my early years at Ping Golf, watching Mark Calcavecchia break the scoring record. I think it was two thousand or two thousand one. Mark Kalkov and the weather was terrible. It was cold. It was sleeting. It was raining, and I think he shot what was the number back then two fifty six or two fifty four. It was amazing, and he just boat raced the field, and and so I you know I got to know Calc really well when I worked at Ping, and when he felt good, like nothing stopped him, and he got in a rhythm, and just he put the pedal down for seventy two holes. And I, I walked, I think, the last 54 just in awe of what he was doing.
1: I loved
0: When he, went he, God, he went,
1: he he was could go. Unconscious. Yeah. Like,
0: tie draws all
1: day. Yeah, yeah. just <laughs> a lot of right to left. A well, lot like Kenny uh, Perry. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Put every pin uh, back right and just see what calc shoots.
2: You know, I have one calc story. Uh, you know, when you, when you work on tour at a young age like I did and you were a golfer, there were a few moments of, like, regret. Of, like, why didn't I just try? like it's pretty pretty cool out here and my first year at ping we're at the players championship and i get to tpc i'd never been there and i i walk on the course on monday and i'm like wow this is amazing maybe i should have tried i knew i wasn't good enough um and calc reached out monday night and he said hey meet me on the t on 10 t at 6 a.m tomorrow and i walk the back nine with calc and tiger on a nine hole practice round and i I affirmed that I should not play golf for a living. Um, That's why I didn't try. I mean, they they were so good. They were so good. And and, I mean, obviously they're the best players in the world, but that was a cool memory that uh, I don't know if Calc did it on purpose, but it was nice of him. I mean, I was, I was just, you know, not even a year out of college and to get to go and Calc was in his prime.
0: Yeah. So side, side note to that, you know, you've worked with a ton of players. And when I first came out of college, I was at Tidalist And Philip James always told me, he goes, the only person I've seen come comparable to hitting it in the middle as often as Tiger was Jamie Lovemark. For you, was there a player that stood out over all the years you worked with him that were like, my God, that was impressive?
2: Well, Bubba's impressive. Mm -hmm. Bubba's uh, just shot making. It's it's unbelievable. It's like nothing we've really ever seen. So besides Calc, Calc was just that streaky. Like when he went, he went. Um, and I would say Bubba and, man, Louis
0: Ustazen was fun to watch. Oh.
2: Uh, still is. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just his rhythm
1: was so good.
0: For Bubba, like, TV doesn't do it justice, like how much no. he moves it. Like, dude, he's moving a 9-iron 30 yards yeah. one way or the other. It's, it's cool.
1: Until Shot Tracker came along, like, you didn't have any idea. I've seen some of the guys, like the tour reps, when guys would come in, they would send me, you know, pictures of things. I saw some pictures of Cam, before Cam Champ was, like, out. Like, this kid's in college. Look at these numbers. And I was like, are you out of your brain? Like, you got, what, are you guys juicing the track man or something? I, like, I couldn't believe. They were, like, never seen anything like it. Because he doesn't even go at it, like, on the yeah. golf course. But at Factory, they were like, send a few. You Bubba's, know, Bubba's
2: rookie year at the Sony Open. He played with Mark Calcavecchia, I think, on Saturday. Cal called me Saturday night and said, what, what is this Bubba Watson? <laughs> what and he this? said like on the third hole he hit an eight iron and he hit like a 60 yard cut. And and Calc grabbed him off the tee and he's like, what are you doing? Like this is not, like it's not a joke out here. And he's like, "I no, that's just how I play. And Calc and was just, his mind was blown. Never Man, hit a straight shot. Never hit a straight yeah. shot. Now, they say you can't move the ball.
1: Then ball doesn't move. He can move it. He it still, it. Yeah, it can move it it can compared move. to what
0: it used to. No, I can vouch for that. But it is. It. I always enjoyed playing with him because it's just. I, I. And I swear for Bubba, it's like he doesn't know which way he's going to shape it. Like he kind of moves around. Like Trevino kind of looks both ways. Like okay, that's the one. I'll do that. And then he goes. He can do anything. It's really cool. All right, last one. We're gonna go on a, like a high school grading scale, A to F. A to F. A to F. Okay. Got it. Mm. My man Sleaze okay, over here, here. here. I can <laughs> see. I've, I've oh, heard a wow. lot of E nines oh, in my wow. day. I knew this was okay. where this was going. Here <laughs> okay. we go. he's, he's been a Thunderbird for go. a couple of years. Will, okay. Give then. me the grade for Sleaze as a Thunderbird so far.
1: I will butcher this Wednesday program <laughs> with the wrong answer.
0: <laughs> this thing won't even.
1: No one will even tee off if this. Uh, I'm kidding. Go.
2: I'm gonna say Sleaze is a uh, rock solid B
1: Okay. That That's fun. good. Great. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. He, that just solid. shows you
2: how nice
0: he is. By I right.
1: got room for improvement, but I'm solid. I do. C's have,
2: get degrees, right? C's I mean, get so, you all the yeah. way through. I can so, attest to that too. You know, we um, everybody has different mm-hmm. challenges, and when when we ask a lot of sleeves, so we ask things of sleeves that we don't ask of other other members of the group, and uh, and we all know Sleaze is special. You're doing
1: a great job. Special. I like that special. word. Yeah. That's a hell of an answer, yeah. my yeah. man. I'm I mean, gonna, you I'm could have, play my ass You off could for you have you spent year. a little
2: more time in the scoring and communications compound last year. True. But but you know we're we had a good year and so you know you got a big job the next couple of years.
1: In my defense, I was taught by Ben Hayes. I worked under Ben Hayes during COVID. He's I was like, "What do we do?" Here? He's it's like, valid. "Nothing, dude." It's literally, valid. Literally, literally, we. Just- I'm actually very okay. upset
0: because I heard most rookies like they get like the parking lot or something like that. Like maybe since it was COVID and he didn't get to experience that, we swing him back through the the parking lot at some point over the next. It's couple still of years.
2: possible. He's young.
0: I can get demoted quick. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like,
2: oh yeah. Oh yeah.
1: And by the time, way, though. parking's important. Parking is... The experience starts when people get out of their car. It ages you like five years, too. Just all the stress, the near-death experience. Well,
0: Chance Cosby, three pieces of pecan. Thank you so much for yeah, joining us, man. Keep it
1: up, dude. And thanks for all you do for the, this yeah, tournament awesome. and this community, man. You're a beast.
2: You bet. I appreciate it. I, I'm a loyal follower of the show. And when you asked me to come on, that was a that's a quick yes. So thank, thank you. you very much. Awesome.
1: We love you, bud. Thank, thank you.
0: Thank you. Cheers. All right. Well, that was the man himself, Chance Cosby. The biggest bird of them all, man. What a – he's got – is do you think it's, like, a stressful job? It's one of the
1: coolest jobs. It's a great job, and he left Ping. He was, like, the, the head of player – you know, their player relations out there to take this job, and I think people, like, from the outside looking in, like, oh, it's a one tournament a year. It's a week. Like, yeah. what do you do the rest of the year? Dude, there's always shit to be done, and chances on top of it. Like, I, now that he's in that position, I couldn't imagine some – his because rela- he also knows a ton of the players from before working at Ping. It's a big, it's a fun job, but like there are so many moving parts out there. Venues, this, carts, that, all the stuff that goes into that thing. I mean, it is a, the build out is massive. It takes months and months and months and months of planning. And it's a lot of stuff that goes into it to hopefully have one like we had last year. You got that moment with Sam Ryder. You were there on the call. How about the clip making it? Did you see this? The clip made it onto Joe Rogan. I mean, that's the biggest show in the world. Made it onto Rogan's show. Rogan was like, that's the best golf. That's what golf should be. We've actually extended an invite out to Rogan to come. Don't know if he's going to make it or not, but if he does, I'd like my new job to be Joe Rogan's personal bitch for the week. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it.
0: Um, I did see it. A buddy sent it to me. He's like, "Uh, your voice is on Joe Rogan right now. I'm like, holy shit, that's cool. I wish they would have shown me clapping like an idiot. Yeah. That'd have been that would have been sweet. even better. But, but Chance, that, that, that's man, big. He, is, he is the man. I mean, having to deal with these diva tour players There's that we some, know all about. He was very
1: <laughs> diplomatic with that answer because <laughs> the, the word trickles. Like, who's the guy? Yeah. If you're the player liaison, your job is to handle – every player gets your number, and they're like, this is what I need. This is what I want. This is what I want. And the stories that that guy can tell at the end of the week, like, you won't believe. It. When Medley- and it's not the biggest name dudes. That It's not the – name them. You know, Scotty Scheffler. It's not the top name guys. It's the other guys and the mm-hmm. stuff they want. You're like, are you out of your like me brain? I need 50 tickets. I need this. I need to shuttle everyone in and out. Like, you think you ain't the only dude
0: in the field? I would text Medley just the most re- random requests. Oh
1: yeah, I need a.
0: Uh, I need a peanut butter and jelly and three Advil to the 14th T, which has to be the ham. farthest place away from the clubhouse. <laughs> from Safeway, yeah, vitamin water, yeah. But man, it he does. It's a it's a big job. It, it's awesome. But then now he's got. The cooking, the three pieces of pecan that's just over two million followers. He's—he's he's running up on page sporadic over here.
1: He's coming, and that thing's moving fast. I hear people like sometimes people recognize him from—they have no idea what he does. They think he's like a TikTok guy, and it's like, oh, you're three pieces. And I'm like, well, yeah, he also has a, a job too. But that thing's just exploded, exploded for him.
0: It has, I and mean, I'm—I'm very happy for him for all of y'all the Thunderbirds. I mean, the W.M. Phoenix Open it's one, the biggest tournament on the PGA tour in my as far as attendance wise and everything but gets the most exposure and now with it being a designated event it's going to have the best field it's ever had it is going to be one hell of a week you need to get an IV every single day leading up to it and probably go to bed now right Get now.
1: them during the week I got to start prepping now because it's a it's a long week for us out there but I mean what are you gonna do rest you up can't for take success. a knee you can't take a knee during and you got the bird's nest after that at night which you'll be out there some for that chance did. List off his dream bird's nest. I'm not sure I knew one single artist that he named. was like, yeah. Wouldn't be the biggest bird, but that's for you. It's for chance. Bird's nest can do what he wants. But man, really
0: enjoyed sitting down with him and I cannot wait for the WM Phoenix Open. Please, someone make a hole in one again so I can get drenched in beer. It was so much fun.
1: Cups only, though, bud. You're safe. You're safe this year. It's fine. Yeah. Still get the liquid. Safety first. (laughs) And it could still be a. An avalanche of beer coming down.
0: All right, well, let's make some picks this week. I'm heading Might out to well. the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am here very shortly. It's going to be a lot of fun as Pebble Beach is. The weather's getting better each day, which I'm very excited about, because last week it looked awful. It looked like it was going to rain and be freezing every day, which Pebble's a beautiful place. But when it's like that, it is not that it's much coldest
1: fun. place on planet Earth sometimes. The wettest, coldest is freezing when that wind gets going yeah, like we that. We've got Jordan
0: Spieth teeing it up, Matt Fitzpatrick, Victor Hovland, um, Decent field, but this one's a lot of fun with all the celebrities that are playing. Jordan Spieth, obviously playing with Jake Owen. Um, My buddy just called me. He goes, Josh Isner, who's playing Mm -hmm. as an am in the event, he goes, I have one request. I'm like, what? He goes, You've got to introduce me to Illinium. Alenium. Yeah. Meaning Josh has gotten I big into the DJs. And I don't he's, even he's know who that is. He's, he's one of the biggest DJs them. in the world. He's like, you got to introduce me to him. I'm like, cool. Well, I don't even know what he looks like. Yeah. So you point him <laughs> out and I'll go, I'll I'll go, go grab snag him. him. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Forget Aaron um, Rodgers. Josh, all Al- Josh Allen's teeing it mm-hmm. up. Playing with our boy Rogers. Keith Mitchell. Keith yeah. Jeff, Kevin Mitchell. Mm-hmm. So can't wait. We're going to get out there. Uh, let's see if we can make some pick some winners this week. Might as well try. Okay. I'm going to go with a guy who played well here in the US Open when they had it. He won the United States Amateur on this golf course. He's going off at 10-1. to 1. Victor Hovland. I love Vicky every single
1: week. Uh, yeah, kind of had space about the USAM out there, but um, time for him to start rattling some off. Be a good place to get it going. I'm going a slightly further down the board. Again, uh, 16-1 to 1 here on this man. Maverick McNeely. We know he plays well in California. That's been pretty well documented. Uh, but he's if you look at his his start to the year he's only finished out of the top 20 twice in his last he missed first cut of the year he's made his next seven only finished out of the top 20 twice that been quietly like playing really good now he's going back to what i think is his favorite place on planet earth in pebble beach uh i think he's worth a
0: roll well, of the dice it should be his favorite he grew up there he lived on the 15th hole
1: yeah it's good it's a nice place to live 16th hole,
0: sorry 16th hole. Lived on check the 16th out some hole.
1: properties while you're up there they're if going they're they're pretty cheap yard these sale days. out there right now i think yeah well, some, some bargains some bargains up there on the coast. Um,
0: Before I get to my dark horse, we got to give a shout-out to Charlie Belgian. Yeah. Who won himself a Jicky Jack after he came on subpar. You come on subpar, you play good. It's nice, pretty much a rule. Nice little Jick,
1: too. Little 20, 20, 20 racks for him. No there were some former deal.
0: tour guys in that thing down at
1: McCormick Ranch, the site of the Monday qualifier for the Phoenix Open. By the way, if you're in Phoenix and you can't make it to the actual Phoenix Open, go out there on Monday afternoon, and it's damn near – uh off-field PJ Tour event. Here's Phoenix Open light. Yeah, exactly. It's a nice. there's a nice. It's, <laughs> right. nice it's going to be mix ridiculous. Of people you that shoot are on that anything thing. Anything
0: over 65, just pack your bags. Bogey one, and just on. say
1: see you later. Somebody's shooting low. All
0: right, for my dark horse at AT and T, past subpar guest. He played pretty well the week after, but not what we expect. We expect huge things from our guest. 70 to one as well. Absolutely smashes it. Great ball striker, starting to get more and more comfortable on the PJ Tour. Will Gordon seeds. Seeds,
1: he might have a little delayed reaction to being on the show. It could be a couple weeks later. Um, yeah, I always like picking a former guest. I'm going to go with another former guest who I actually saw this week. He's in town getting ready. Weather was terrible back home. Came out here to practice a little bit. Kiz, Kevin Kisner, going 65 to 1. So should be rested. Hasn't played since the QBE, but um, I mean, he has it so straight if he can get the putter going. I feel like that's a play, you know, at 65 to 1, I'm like, that's a pretty good name. I have it 65 to 1. So,
0: Kiz will be teeing it up in the Larry, which Mm -hmm. is one week away. Greyhawk Golf Club, Monday, February 6th, 11 a.m. shotgun. You can still sign up, golf.com slash the Larry. But Kiz texted me the other day. We're talking some golf. He's talking a lot of shit to me, as he usually does, because he's coming to play in our event, which he should, because I helped him out with his event. But uh, wearing me out about it. And he goes, by the way, I keep hitting it the way I am. I'm going to be taking your job soon. So, <laughs> if some confidence Perfect. <laughs> perfect. Yeah. Ran in like, this week at The Rock. Uh, he was very nice about
1: the Georgia game. Didn't give me too much shit about that. A little bit of shit about uh, my golf game when I was out on the course. But um, I feel like he got out here and got some good work in. It was cold. It was windy. Tough conditions for him. Should I was be like, dialed.
0: Why? Why you got to take my job? Why can't. <laughs> why can't we just work together good to
1: hear he's confident going in right yeah. after i picked him things can go. change
0: quick mox all right well make sure you go to golf.com slash the larry and get one of those last couple spots left and join us out at greyhawk golf club it's gonna be a lot of fun we're gonna be getting amongst it and that's gonna do it yes next sir. week wm phoenix <laughs> open baby Ooh-wee. please god prayers and thoughts and prayers for me please. all right we'll talk to y'all next week